Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Senapadarana. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I am just drinking water because I didn't have time for tea. <laughs> and I have a mini cinnamon bagel with some peanut butter on it. I know we're all drooling a little. So first, I just want to announce that my book is officially live. Woohoo! I actually ordered my copies yesterday. I'm trying not to scream because I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I ordered my copies yesterday, so they should be with me. And we're doing a special promotion right now, which I'm super excited about. And hopefully they'll be on Amazon soon. Although Amazon, love Amazon. We know why they make so much money. Um, because you make like 30 cents per book on Amazon, which is fine because I'm not really doing it for the money. This is really funny to me when you're like on this back end and you learn all this weird stuff. So anyway, Unnamed Zookeeper, Stories to Inspire a Better You is out. It's live. Eee! Okay, so that's all I have to say about that. I want to talk about something that I have been struggling with all my life and what I'm changing to make it better. <laughs> So I know it's the big thing that not a lot of us, well, we all talk about it. In January, in January, mostly January, February, a lot of people in churches, we hear about prayer and fasting and reading your Bible. So when I was a kid, um, my pastor, Denius, um, well, he wasn't my pastor. He was my pastor, Pastor Denius. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um taught me so many wonderful things and I loved learning from him. He had such a passion that was beyond um, anything I could even get excited about myself. He was just an amazing man and every year, all year long, he'd say, read your Bible every day, Genesis to Revelations in a year. And so that's what I was raised with. I was raised like you read your Bible through an entire year and that is just the way things are. When you're little, um, at least when I was little, there's a song that's um, read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. And you grow up like a little tree and you start on the ground and you grow up on your toes. And then it's forget your Bible, neglect to pray, and you'll shrink, shrink, shrink. And so I have been raised as a Christian all of my life, and this Bible reading thing has been extremely difficult for me. Um, I am dyslexic. If I haven't shared that before, I hope that's not shocking, but I am dyslexic. And I found out in seventh grade because I had memorized all the words. So nobody caught that I was dyslexic till I was in seventh grade. Um, so reading the Bible is extremely difficult for me, um, especially because there are words you have not memorized in the Bible. <laughs> Especially when you get those to those genealogies and there's pages and pages and pages of words that even if you don't have dyslexia can make your eyes cross. Um, we've all been there. <laughs> and so when I was in my 20s, my husband introduced me to listening to the Bible. And so I listened to the Bible before I went to sleep. And now and then I changed it to listening to books before I went to sleep. So um, Bible reading kind of fell off for me. It wasn't something that was a huge passion for me. It was something, it was a have to. It was something I did not enjoy. It was not fun. So when I grew up in my household, it was like laundry. So laundry was really loosey-goosey when I was growing up. 
you put the thing in the washing machine, you washed it, maybe the next day you'd throw it in the dryer, and when you needed it, you took it out of the dryer. I never really took it out and folded it. Sometimes you did, sometimes you didn't. It was just really loosey-goosey. So when we got married as the dutiful wife that I am, ooh, ooh, I said, I'll do laundry, I'll do the cooking, I'll do the cleaning. You know, I mean, obviously my husband had a job and I was a stay-at-home mom at that time. I was not a mom. Um, yeah, I was not a mom. Anyway, I was a stay-at-home wife at the time. And so I said, I'll do this. Well, um, Kevin didn't know that I wasn't good at laundry and didn't know that I wasn't good at maintenance and that things that I feel like are a have to, I don't do very well. <laughs> so the first Sunday, I remember Kevin came to me. He's like, Jenny, I'm looking for my button up shirt. Do you know where it is? And I'm like, yeah, I washed it. And he was like, OK, so where is it? And I'm like, yeah, it's in the washing machine. Do you want me to dry it? Like, I, you know, I just didn't do it. And so I think it was probably two, maybe three times that that happened when Kevin said, you know what, Jenny, I'm going to take over the laundry because he knew he is a routine guy. He is all about maintenance. That is his jam. That is why God put us together because he is so good at that. Even to this day, he does the laundry and it's every he's got a specific days that he does them and they're always put away and always on hangers it's like this miracle like I just don't even get it because it wasn't something I was raised with so that for me laundry and bible reading go hand in hand they're very similar and so I want to share with you a couple things that I have done this past year to take bible reading from laundry to something that I want to do so back in September, I realized that I've been listening to books for many years now. And so I I um, listen to a book probably once a, a whole book in a week. And I listen to them at night. Um, most of them are 10 to 12 hours long. <laughs> I'm kind, I love books. And I started reading Cozy Mysteries. And if you're not a book listener, you, will, you won't know that most books aren't on CD or whatever they are now. They're not on CD anymore. They're kind of cool and MP3 and, you know, all these things. So a lot of them aren't. So I was missing a whole group of books. So I started reading actual books and I found myself just wanting to make time to do that. Wanting to make time to sit down with a cup of tea and open up my book and just sit there and sit in quiet. Everybody else could go do something and I is what I started to look forward to. And I wanted the Bible to be the same way. Like you want it to be something that is what you look forward to. So I did a couple things to really make that possible for me. And now Bible reading may be something you're really great at. But there are a lot of areas in each of our lives that we struggle with. And so I want you to take a couple of these pieces and just ponder different things that you want to be better at. So the first thing I did is I gave myself permission to not do it every day. I gave myself permission to not do it every day. Now, I know I just lost some of you. Some of you just turned off the podcast and said, you know what? She is speaking heresy and I am not dealing with this. But I gave myself permission to not do it every day. I decided when I read the Bible, it was because I had time, I made time, and I was excited about what I was going to do. So when I even sit down to the Bible now, 
I may only read a half a passage or a half a chapter because if I feel like I'm overwhelmed by it, I don't push through. I stop and go, nope, I need to stop and I will finish it later. It's okay because I do not want it to become something that I dread. And really before that is what it was. I dreaded reading the Bible and I know that's horrible to say, but I did. It was so overwhelming to me. And so now I read and almost every day I will go and I'll sit down and I'll read because it's something that I'm excited about and I can go through the genealogies, which is a list of names for maybe those who don't have not done the genealogies. It's just this person's father was this person's father was this person's father who had another child who was this person. And it's all it's a lot of names that you don't really know. So I have given myself permission to even glance through those and move on to the next one it's okay and kind of just take different pieces and go okay that was good there I can come back to that I can move on you know um so we all have I I want you to just take and be creative give yourself permission to read the bible that the way it works for you find a place that's comfortable to do it don't do it in a place that you're like, oh, I hate sitting here. I hate being here. Um, my husband actually listens to the Bible, um, which is so great. And right now, I think he's doing 10 minutes a day and he wants to see how far he can get. And he, so he listens for 10 minutes a day at time and a half. So 1.5 time on his little phone. I think he does it on his phone. And so he's seeing how fast he can get through. And you still understand it, but you're getting through a lot more content. So do something that makes the Bible exciting for you to read it. The second thing we did as a family, we started this in July and just finished yesterday. So I'm really excited. We did the Bible Project on YouTube. And this is not an advertisement for them. Um, there are lots of other ways to do this. But we did the Bible Project. And so what the Bible Project does is they break down each book of the Bible and they explain the book of the Bible. And for me, who is a person that has grown up in the church, I have read the whole Bible several times, most of the time pretty grudgingly, but I did read through it because that's what I do, right? I'm going to power through. They took books of the Bible and explained them. So when they explained for Samuel, I remember going, what? Did I read for Samuel? I don't think I saw that. <laughs> and they talk about what is be what happens in those books. And it really just opened my eyes. It made me understand the Bible in a new way. And sometimes it's just a new perspective. So that is what I want you to do for number two. Find a new perspective. Look at something in a different way. If it comes to the Bible, look up the Bible project. But now you need to look at things in a different way. Give yourself permission and then do it in a different way. Find a new perspective. And the third thing that I did with the Bible is I brought my problem to the Lord. <laughs> It sounds really simple, but I, for the first time in my life, said, Lord, I don't really want to read the Bible. I'm frustrated with the Bible. I, even to the point that when you read Jesus's words in red, I have the 
that's negative because red letters are negative for some reason in my life because of all of my tests in high school. Yeah, I wasn't a good student, but that's okay. I'm still a good person now. So when it comes to the Bible, really bringing it to the Lord was important for me just to say, Lord, I'm overwhelmed by it. It is such a huge book. It is broken into a bunch of different areas and different things, and it's not chronological. And when you're reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it's the same story, but a little different every time. And it's a little confusing because, you know, I mean, I could go on and on. Like, now I brought it to the Lord and I said, Lord, help me love this. Help me understand it. And really, the Lord has brought some great things to my life since then. Many, I mean, I have memorized so many scriptures, but I've memorized the scriptures out of context. I have not memorized the scriptures around the specific verses. And I have taken some of the verses and just done that for a day and gone, okay, what does the Bible verse that I love and gone in and seen what's around that Bible verse? And it's like the Lord has just breathed this excitement for me about the Bible for the first time. And so my prayer for you is that whatever you may be struggling with, maybe it's not Bible reading, maybe it's something completely different, that you can decide to give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to do it in a new way, take a new perspective and bring it to the Lord. I really feel like he can give us such creativity. I know that creativity is something that I love, but I know that 99% of my creativity is because I've asked the Lord to give it to me. I have said, Lord, I don't like to be boring. I don't like to do the same thing over and over again. I don't like maintenance. Help me make this exciting. And so for me, Honestly, for the first time in my life, I can say I look forward to the times when I take the time to read the Bible. I'm currently reading through 1 Samuel. And I it's a it's very confusing because they're doing a lot of battles and it's David's life and it's all a mess cuz his life was a mess. <laughs> oh, I love David. Anyway, and it's this person's son and that person's son. And then all of a sudden you're like, who is this person that came on the scene? And I have given myself permission to stop the reading that day, go online and look up and see what other people are saying. I find a new perspective and say, okay, who is this guy that they're talking about he's been mentioned three times now and he just came out of the blue i don't know who he is and so i'll go on and google him and yes there's a lot of crazy stuff on google <laughs> but you can find out so many pieces because i take the time to figure out and then it's exciting to go back and i want to know what's going to happen now to this character i want to know i already know what happens to king david like you know um well, I thought I did. <laughs> we'll see as we finish this. But it's been so fun for me to be able to have the permission to go, I don't have to get through this. It is not a have to. This is a get to. I have brought it to the Lord. And, and days that I struggle, I will stop reading and say, Lord, why am I struggling today? Why am I frustrated? What am I focusing on? Because sometimes there's so much going on that opening up a book or stopping and focusing on anything, you can't until you 
to get deal with all the stuff that's going on when you have babies crying and you have things burning and you have your family doing science experiments in the front of the house as you're doing a podcast yes that's what's happening right now I'm a little nervous to hear a boom I don't know what they're doing today but anyway um when you're doing that you're not focusing on what you're reading and so like with my cozy mysteries I set time aside and as far as I get I get right I don't stress about how far I've read that day I focus on understanding it and getting excited about it and enjoying the journey in the book and that is what the Bible has become for me is enjoying the journey of reading it so I hope that this helps you I hope that if nothing else you no longer feel guilty because you realize that there are other people out there like you um, that struggle with Bible reading and with prayer and with all the have-tos that we've been told Um, that it's okay to not be perfect and the Lord loves you no matter what's going on. That is all I have for us today. I hope that you can start a new journey and a new excitement by finding, um, giving yourself permission, finding new perspective, and bringing it to the Lord no matter what you're dealing with. You can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, on Facebook, and on MeWe. You can connect with us there. You can also go to ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. Um, all of my information's on there. And thank you for those of you that have reached out and sent emails and Facebook posts and all kinds of things. I just really appreciate your support and all of your prayers. And I am praying for you. Have a wonderful week.